You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, I've always been really good at naming things. Okay. And so I just think that right now, I've kind of hit like a stroke of genius that I believe... You've hit your stride, your genius stride. I think so. If I were to be hired for it, I mean, I could be a professional, you know, namer. I don't know if somebody has that job, but I should have that job. Like... Because I could absolutely do it. What do you it. think qualifies you to have no, you have to, this job? Because I've done it before. I've been paid to do it before. I got paid to name things before. I All right, I need this story I won a contest that and even... I got 25 bucks. Uh, no, what? but I'm telling you, Google, Google needs to follow my advice. Hello, Gary. I'm telling you, it's going to work. It's going to catch on. Yes, we're going to talk about this here in a minute. Huh. Well, everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I do want to remind everybody to go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on... The Audible link. Oh. The Audible link right there for it to go to Audible. That gets your favorite audiobooks all available. And what you can do is if you click on that link, you can sign up for a free trial and get a free audiobook. Greg, can I tell you the audiobook that I'm currently listening to Please. right now? I am listening to Amanda Palmer's The Art of Asking, which is... Haven't you listened to that before? No, I've never listened it? to it. I read it. I only read like part of it and then... Uh, I like miss. I think someone took my book, so I've never been able to finish it. So someone I decided stole to, your book. Someone stole. So I mean, but they're, if they're stealing a book, I mean, I guess that's better than stealing other things if they really want to read it. Yeah, but it's badly. the art of asking. Why would they steal it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's really, that's just the whole principle. Could have just asked matter. me for it. They absolutely could have. Yes. All right. Um, well, somebody stole your book. So one of your friends. Does it bother you that one of your friends is a thief? Mm. You know, it could have been like it could have been. Uh, I could have said like, oh, well, you should just read this because I'm busy because I read multiple books at, at one time. And yeah, I probably but just if, lent it to somebody and I don't remember. What if it's not? Like, what I don't if think my, anyone actively s- is stealing my books. Maybe somebody's stealing from you. One of my friends uh, years ago oh, borrowed... You're just trying to transition to how no, someone stole one, one of, of my One of my friends years ago borrowed my True Romance uh, DVD, which True Romance is one of my favorite movies of all time. Haven't been able to watch it because somebody stole my DVD. Oh, my goodness. And they've never returned it, and no one will admit to it. Well, good thing companies like Audible.com exist, because I am able to hear it with my ears That's true. instead of read it with my eyes. So I'm walking around being inspired by the art of asking, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty good. It's a, is it's it? A, yeah, it's interesting. So she did a, um, Amanda Palmer is the lead singer of the Dresden Dolls. and she's I think most people like, don't know who the Dresden Dolls are. All right, that's a, what was their song? Co- well, I played like Coin Operated Boy. Coin Operated Boy. Boy. Yeah, exactly. They have, and they have a ton of songs. She's a like yeah. a crazy musician. She's actually married to Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, he the Sandman. Mm-hmm. And in American uh, Gods. And American Gods. Yeah. And so basically, she did this TED talk about how people are afraid to ask people for help when they need it, even though help is there and everybody you know wants to help other people, but people feel ashamed about having to ask for things. So it's very much <laughs> that's, like yeah. that's exactly I understand us. that. No, and that's why I'm I'm listening to it too, because I I know I want to get better at that, better at asking for help, better at, at you know, asking for the things that I need. So. I have a real hard time asking for help. Yeah, it's it's very I need ins- help. It's very inspiring. Real hard time asking. Yeah. Well what you can do is go to audible.com um, All right, maybe yeah, I will listen to that. Yeah, it's she's she's very well spoken and she reads yeah. it actually. Yeah, okay. So that's her reading. Is she it. a good narrator? She's a great narrator, and they actually uh, there's some songs like intermittently in it too. Oh, see, I don't know if I want to hear her songs. Oh, I think it's cool. I mean, but but I am interested in the book. I will mm. definitely listen to that. Like I just finished. Uh, well, if I find my copy of my book, I will let you borrow. Well, that whoever one. stole it, if you find out who the thief is, is what you're saying. Or I have just so many books in my house. I it's probably just buried underneath something. See if they have my True Romance DVD. Somebody took it. It's not at my house well, anymore. I don't have. I don't have it anymore. DVD. I want to. I want to watch it. Okay, but I can't. Um, I just finished the audiobook uh, Children of Time. I've been listening to the sci-fi ones because I did Ready Player One. Now Children of Time, and I still have some recommendations from some people who wrote in with some audiobooks that I need to listen to. But uh, but Children of Time, it's it's good. It's Children of Time. Yeah, so it's uh, Andrew Tchaikovsky or Adrian Tchaikovsky. I forget his name. Anyway, the, the writer, it won an award last year for best sci-fi novel. And it's, it's really good. It's long. And there are some points where it kind of drags on a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they could have kept it a little shorter. They could have dropped about four chapters off and made it. Are you listening? Are you listening to it or reading it? No, I'm I'm listening to it. Okay. I just I finished it. So it takes place in the very very distant future where 
mankind, humankind has uh, destroyed the earth and they send out these terraforming um, machines, like ships, to oh, go out and terraform Oh, is this the one with the spiders planets. that you were talking about? You're not supposed to say the spiders. Oh. Although, if you look up anything about it, yes, the spiders are involved. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. You, that's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> All right, well, do you, should we bleep it? Uh, well, I mean... I mean, it's a new... Oh, okay. It happens really quick. Like, you know what it is right away. But... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep part of that out. I think. <laughs> I was I wanted to make sure. I, I told you that off air, okay, because I knew you would never you would. Well, never that was read the it. description that you gave me, and so I was like I was proud of that's myself the description for listening. I gave you off air because I knew you would never read it. <laughs> like you will never listen to this one. No. If you did hear the spoiler, it happens very quickly, and actually, it's it's pretty hard to avoid that one. So I'll leave it at that. Anyway, takes place in the very. Distant future where they are terraforming planets and something goes awry and blah 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 blah. Anyway, I'll just leave it at that. It's <laughs> it's a good it's a good book and they're going to be making it into a movie. So ah, uh, you ruined it for Steve, Greg, our pal Steve In the across chat, the pond. Live slash live, where you can join for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Okay, back to what we were talking about at the beginning before Sarah spoiled things. So, <laughs> uh, naming things. No, the robot did it. What? No, seriously, I've I've always been pretty good at naming things. Like when I worked for the pool line. What a does that of years even ago, mean? It's like. When I worked for the pool... You just look at something, I'm looking at the Kleenex box, and I'm like, that's George. Am I good at naming things? No, terrible. So back when I worked for the pool liner company, years and years and years ago, I worked for a company that made vinyl pool liners. And, you know, they all have different designs, and so they would let the employees name them. And But I always, I pretty much always won the naming contest. Like, you would put, put the names into a box, and then they would decide which ones. Wait, to so name. they would just draw it out of a box? No, 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 no. You put them into the box, and then it, with your name on it, and then the the. Wait, owner what kind of, the of things were you naming? Pool liner designs. <laughs> I've always wanted to be like a lipstick namer or like a uh, nail polish. Santa namer. Rosa, courtesy of me. San Angelo, courtesy of me. Did you name anything that didn't start with San? Andorra, Andorra and Tile. That one also that was me. I mean, these are genius names. These are pretty pretty amazing names that I came up Andorra, with. Andorra, isn't that Shira's real name? <laughs> I, I, it might be. I, Andorra is also a country, though. So I would anyway. I was really good at naming things. Um, so I named a lot of different things, and I would you know, and then you get like a bonus every time that you would name them. But what I really want to do now is since is take that ability and apply it to technology because oh, she's Adora. Adora. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, my bad. Yeah. Adora. Andorra and Tile. Wait, so you just came up with words that already existed and said that that's what a pool liner should no, be named but I could this look, is like your crowning achievement? I could look at the design and be like, that. you know what that design screams to me? That says Santa Rosa. I want you – do and you think that you could do work. the same thing? Like, do you think that it's just specific to naming things names? Can you do like descriptive things like name colors? Sure. Yeah. Oh, right. I could definitely name a color. I'm, I'm getting out I mean, this is going to be kind of hard to do here on the air, but yeah, I will absolutely – I will absolutely try to name a color. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I would be so one of the a, world's greatest namers. So this is what we have here. Why don't you look at this okay, color? Okay, we'll, we'll take, take a, a look picture. At it. Describe the color to everybody. Okay, well, I mean, describing the color, it's a, a pinkish, magenta-ish color. Um, looks uh, night on the town, probably going to a club kind of cover color. I think more like a club. I don't think you're going to a fancy restaurant with this color. That's not going to... Yeah, that, is that a club not. color? It's more of a clubbing color. It's not... Uh, Ooh, I'm going to uh, the high society ball. Not with this color. No, this is something else. This, what this screams, let's see, what I'm thinking right now, uh, because this is obviously going out at night kind of thing. Um, it is, ooh, it's almost there. It's oh almost there. Uh, it is going to be, okay, this one's going to be called, <sighs> Night. Oh, God. Could you be more cliche? No, no, I'm I'm telling you, this is what it is. This is what it is. Night. Not night flower. No, that's too that's too much. Pink. Night. Blood. No, we're not going with blood. That's too much too. Night blood? No, it's not what gonna the be night hell blood. Is wrong we're not calling it night blood. You're not doing well this naming. I'm doing so pretty far. good at naming. So what things. this is for anyone who knows colors, it's like a it's like a magenta violet, like Well, um, I was gonna say magenta pink. night, but I'm still racing. You just still took the word you hadn't even said the word magenta. You I just was took it. going to, but it's not magenta. It's not magenta. It's like a this is not magenta. It's like a bright violet magenta. No. It is My friend no Nada gave it to me. It's a very pretty color. Liquid night. Oh my God, Greg, oh. you just threw. 
Are you kidding me, you fucking idiot? Sorry. Greg just took my open, expensive <laughs> lipstick. Sorry. And just threw it I don't on know. the table. I was trying to toss it back to you. I, I don't know how lipstick works. It's liquid night. Anyway, that's the name of it's that one. It's not liquid. Liquid night. It's not liquid. No, but when you put it on, it's like a liquid. It's a liquid night. It oh gives you the God, feel for the club for going this. out. Liquid night. That is I the name of that. I guess there's a lot of creativity in naming pool liners. <laughs> liquid night. That's the name of the of the lipstick. No, I think it would be like uh, like violet emotion or something like that. I no. would be so good at naming them. No, liquid night. Or violet blast. No. It's not violet. It's that more not violet, violet than color. it is liquid. It's a liquid. It's liquid it's, no, night. No, it's more violet than liquid. That is not it's liquid. Like you, take, you took nighttime excitement, a little bit of danger, and you bottled it up into a Ooh, I like, lipstick okay, so color. It's there are some other night. ones. Uh, Eddie says electric hot lips. No. I like that one. No. That's awesome. Electric hot lips. I mean, uh, if that's what you're going for. Ooh, Keelan says sunset butter. Sunset <laughs> You really? Sunset butter is what you want to put on your lips? Uh, just put on the new sunset butter lipstick. Well, it's good when you have like a descriptor and then like a, an action. <laughs> like sunset burst. or uh, Liquid night. I'm telling you, that's what exact... we'll sell. It's what we'll sell. All right, so what were the names of your pool liners that you named Santa again? Rosa, San Angelo, and what made Doran that pool li- Tile. I still don't quite understand what a pool liner is. Oh, yeah. Should I explain that? So, is that just the, the cover? No, it's not the cover. I've always just assumed that it's a, a cover. No, those pools. are safety covers. We made those too. So I worked for a company called Plastimade. I, I think they're still Plastimade. Maybe they got bought out. I don't know. Um, and what they made, it's it's really big in the south. We don't really have them here in the northwest because not many people have pools, A, and B, there's not many lined pools. But in the south, the way it works, because cement doesn't work as well down there because of the weather, so they use gunite, and they make this pool, so it's kind of like a cement-ish kind of material, okay. but it's really rough. And so what you do is you line the pool with this vinyl liner to make it all smooth. And so that's what you line it with. Like, but they're custom made. No, they're they're custom made like precise down to the centimeter for specific pools. So you get all these specific measurements and then the company would manufacture these so things. So it's like a condom for the water. Sure, if you will. Okay. Yes, yes. But it, a very precise custom condom for your pool. Okay. That's what it is. All right. I always just assumed it was like pool covers. No, we pool covers is a whole so different. So are they clear? Category. No, they're not clear. They're they're different designs. That's what I mean. So so it has the it makes it look like tile, but it's not actually tile. It's cheaper than actually tiling mm. your pool. But it's still expensive, but it's much cheaper than actual tile. But it looks like tile. That's funny. And now your brother works in tile. You guys have both worked in kind of pool. Yeah. No, we worked for we at the same time. We both randomly found ourselves in pool working in pools. Uh, in the pool industry. Oh, okay. Um, All right. There's a picture of it. That makes more sense. Yeah, that might be a plastamine. Uh, okay, actually. so they have patterns. So what made Santa Rosa Santa Rosa? Santa Rosa was this, what I thought of when I saw it. You know, you were looking at, you think Santa Rosa, you, th- you think crisp. You think s- a spring morning. But the, you know what? You're on the coast. And so there's fog rolling in. But what? at the same time, oh you awake with eyes of... Wonder, and excitement for the wonder. day. A little apprehensive because it's so cloudy, you don't quite know what's beyond the fog. But you know what can lie behind there? A pool liner? Hope. Oh. Santa Rosa. Did you write the descriptions too? Because that's awful. Um, no, I don't think I wrote any of the descriptions. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did get a bonus for the Santa Rosa name. How much did you get? I, can't, I think it's like 25 bucks or something. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, Santa Rosa. Okay. See, I can be a professional namer. This all comes from my idea that I need to pitch to Google because, you know, I, I do my work with digital trends, so I get to keep up the date on a lot of what's going on in tech. And the home assistants, the home assistant, uh, do you know what that means? Is that like Alexa? Yes, like an Alexa. Okay. Yeah, like Alexa is a home assistant, Siri can be one. So like the Amazon Echo Dot. Or that the thing Amazon that you have. Echo. Yeah. Like That's... Alexa, play Melikalikimaka. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly, like that. So, they, uh, you know, Apple's got one now with Siri, and everybody, everybody's coming out with one. Okay. Um, but Google has theirs, but the problem is the call name, they don't have a cool name. You don't have Siri. You don't have Alexa. It's just, okay, Google, or hello, Google. Oh, my God. My parents. Which, that probably just went off for everybody who has one. Yeah. Okay, Google. <laughs> You're a jerk. All right. <laughs> no, my mom. Did you watch that South Park? 
Yes. Well, that was genius. South Park did one that was absolutely genius with Alexa and all of that stuff. Oh, my God, where it set off everybody's, like, Alexas, and uh, the, it's like, Alexa. <laughs> was it, like, okay, Google titty buttons or something like yeah. that <laughs> like <laughs> that he made him say? Like, Ordering titty like, buttons. <laughs> <laughs> fart sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, order me a fart sandwich. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going to cut that out, and so we'll be using that over and over again. That's just going into my pile of Sarah, Sarah lines. Okay. Um, but so Google, yeah, my parents do that all the time. My mom says it so, uh, like, precisely. Like, I'll ask her a question. She'll be like, I don't know. Okay, Google, who <laughs> is the mother in the Lifetime movie, Mother May I Sleep With Danger? And then she'll sit there and then wait for it. But she always says, okay, Google. Yeah, you're setting people's okay, Googles off who are listening mm-hmm. live. Vicky just said, my Google Home just said, hi, what can I do for you? <laughs> no, that's why I think it needs to be changed. It needs a name. Google is good at a lot of things, but they're not good at coming up with names. And that's why that's I propose their thing. That's their... this. You want to compete with Alexa and Siri, you need a name that's going to work. And my proposal is this. Hello, Gary. It should be named Gary. Gary would be a great home why? assistant. Because it just makes sense. Are you like feeling like men are being slighted because they're not? No, it's not a man ones? thing. It's not anything. Then like why that. does it have to be a man's voice? Why shouldn't it be a woman? Well, I don't know. Why does it have to go either way? This isn't a gender issue or that. I'm Sounds just like saying you're making it one. Gary is a very pleasant name to say. Hello, Gary. Hello, Gary. Or you is, could even why? be it more like condescending, like "Hello, Gary." But Gary, I think would be work. That's I, a I think it weird works. Na- I mean, I have no problem with the name Gary. Yeah. I've known some Garys. Garys are usually odd. Right. Do you know any odd Garys? Um, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I knew one that used to eat ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he also would bite. Uh, later on in life, he would take full cans of beer and he could bite a hole in it while it was still full. It was really creepy. Hmm. He could, like, rip a hole in the side of a beer with his mouth. Okay. Why, what made anyway, you decide on Gary? I don't know. It just makes sense because it's Google. It goes to Gary. Hello, Gary. Oh, Gary, what's the weather going to be today? Well, hello, Greg. I can tell oh, you right now. Oh, is that what now. he sounds like? Well, oh, hello, I may Greg. actually be the voice of Gary as is well. Is that what you want to be? I kind of want to be. you didn't want it to be Greg. No, no, because I don't want to be. <laughs> Try hard in the chat says, my dad is a Gary. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, I just think Gary works really well Wait, for I'm it. just trying to think of all the Garys that I've known. Yeah, why are you comparing it to the Garys? Because I'm thinking, and every Gary I've ever met is odd. Yeah, so it's a perfect name for a home assistant. Like you walk in the but door. But do you really trust Hi, a Gary? Hi, Gary, I'm home. Oh, hello, Sarah. I'm so glad to see you today. You're looking lovely. I'm looking at Gary the, out. At the three so, Garys I'm friends with on Facebook, and yes, they're all strange individuals. There's nothing wrong with the name Gary. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a Garys. bad thing. I'm saying it's a good name that works well for it. It works well. That's what I, that's what I would pitch to Google. Go simple. Go easy. Go Gary. Boom. Boom. Nobody wants to go Gary. Go Gary. That's why like uh, things like Alexa I just, I just came up with and the whole Siri, campaign. like they have a, uh, like a certain flow to them. Like no one wants to be like, Gary. Hey, Gary. What's the, what's the sports score, Gary? No. Well, hello, Sarah. Thanks for asking. The sports score is 72 to 12. Quite a blowout. Are you having a good day, Sarah? That's so creepy. See, and then I could be the voice, and it'd be way more interactive. See, you're more comfortable with that. I don't want to talk to anything like that. Uh, no, I mean, I think I think you would really enjoy a Gary mm-hmm. at home. No, I do not want a home monitor. Try it. No. Try asking Gary a question. No, because that's like it's like surveil it's surveying you like all the time. It's listening to everything you do. It's watching you, waiting. Oh, that's listening. the world. You better get I used know. to that. Your phone is doing it right now. Mm. Everything's listening to you and watching you. You might as well embrace Not it. Not my computer because I still have a sticker over you the have to, video. You have to embrace it. No, I've told you. If you don't update your Wait, software. Wait, what am I supposed to ask? I don't know. Hi, what would Gary. You... Hello, Sarah. Ew. See, imagine this. You come home. I don't and want always be... have. I I'm like be living my voice, alone. but it's Gary. Mm-mm. So, so uh, oh, it's, it's being asked in the chat. Brahim and Hanna are asking, uh, does, does Gary have a mustache? He's got... That's a good question. Oh my Honestly, God. I have to think about it. It really should not take this long. No, but he's had a mustache before, and he's he wants to grow one out again. But he's a little bit hesitant but his because work not somebody, made, him? somebody made fun of him for having one once, so he's a little sensitive mm-hmm. about it. Okay. Um, let's see. So so try try it again. Try it again. What am I trying? Stop give, snapping. Give me a give me a. Hi, Gary. Hello, Sarah. See, wouldn't I make a great no. home assistant voice? Maybe. 
I would. I honestly, I think I would. I think I would. I think Try I'd... asking another question. Uh, dear Gary. Is that what I say? Dear Gary? No, you say hello, Gary. Hello, Gary. Unless you're, yeah, that's, what, is, what do you want to say? Hello, Gary. Hello, Sarah. Ew, now you sound like you're from Scream. Hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. Um, do you want to play a game? Wow, I just really aged us. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, why is Greg Nibbler such a douchebag? Well, actually, he's not a douchebag, Sarah. It looks like the one who asks who's a douche may be the douche indeed. Gary speaks in riddles sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah, see? Okay, come on, give so me another Gary one. turned it back on me. Um, dear Gary, why is the sky blue? Well, Sarah, that's an excellent question. I want to ask you a question in return. Why Stop, you you, this is the most worthless thing. So all he's done is insult me. <laughs> no, Gary helps you learn. Uh, there's a lots of what? things that Gary could do. He's helping you learn about it. Like, he's making you think. Because you're always, you're always complaining like, no, don't look it up. You have to think about it. Gary's helping no, you No, I always tell up. people to use their brain Google. Because it bothers me when, like, when you're having a conversation and all of a sudden it's like, oh, who was that guy that was in that thing? And everyone, it's like on the tip of everyone's tongues. And then someone pulls out their phone and looks it up. Greg. And it is so irritating. I'm like, use your brain Google. Use your brain Google and we can figure it out. And then, like nine times out of ten we do. That's not true. It is totally true. If you just wait, that's your. That's why we have a broken refrigerator, because you are impatient. Well, this is why Gary is going to be here. Gary is going to help you. Gary will eventually give you the answers that you need. But he's going to work with you. He's going to make your life better. He's going to make you think. How is me You're asking a fake charge. man something going to make my life better? Uh, well, it's being noted in the chat. I think people aren't understanding Gary. Um, Keelan's screaming, just answer the fucking question, Gary. I mean, that's quite rude. Yeah, it's being pointed out that Gary likes to uh, mansplain a bit. <laughs> Gary wasn't mansplaining anything. So Gary is an unhelpful assistant. Gary is the poor man's Google. Nipple says Gary's a bit condescending. He's not condescending. He just wants you to find the answer for yourself. He wants to make you better. You should bring Gary with you everywhere you go. And Gary can always be there with, like, uh, wonderful advice and things that you can I do. I mean, are those actual human voices? Uh, for Siri, Siri's an actual woman. Is Alexa? Yeah, but, you know, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. Well, I thought that you worked voiced... in tech and you know everything. Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Um, That's what you said. said, I'm really up to date on the tech stuff. Amazon's Alexa profile. You know, I, I don't know. I, so, I mean, is that an, I'm not sure. a job that you can get? Oh, sure it is. With Gary. The song sounds the same. No, it's actually well. No, it's it's not. It's not an actual person. Alexa is a computer generated voice. Yeah. So Gary would be an actual voice. It'd be my voice everywhere okay. you go. So you want to say every word in the entire English language? Yes, I would do that. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely do that if I could be the voice of Google's assistant, Gary. I would. I would love to be the voice of. You'd Gary. never be able to do anything again. I don't care. I could live off of that money for a long time. You would just be sitting there for years, just reading words. No, I could do that, 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be voicing an audiobook pretty soon. That's so, I true. Mean, I'm just saying. That's true. This is a stepping stone. We can't talk about that, sorry, but it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so because you named a pool liner a long time mm-hmm. ago, you think that you uh, can h- handle the responsibility yes. of naming Google's Gary. search engine Gary. I have a, like a list of names that I want to name a future pet, like multiple future pets that I have. Kevin is one. I would like a dog someday to be named Kevin. Oh, so you could be like the eccentric guy. But Ryan already has Walter. Not it, That's not being eccentric. Like, mm. you you think I... It's going too far the, you the imply, other way. You imply that I put way more thought into things than you think. You're just telling me the name of a future dog that you don't even have. Yeah, but... That's no, you it's putting a lot Kevin. of thought into what, something. Well, it's Kevin, and then also the other name that I've always wanted to do is some, uh, some kind of a Mexican military name. That's General Juan Jose Marie Gonzalez III. Okay. That's my dog. So I'm just saying there's lots of ways that I can do this. I, I don't think you understand it. Maybe it's just not up to your level or you're not up to this level. Yes, I don't know if my brain capacity can reach conclusions such as Gary. Gary. Hi, Gary. Do you just well, want hello, f- Sarah. Do you need a friend? Do you need a hug? No, I'm saying that this could be named Gary. Anyway, that's, that's my pitch, and I think everybody's going to be involved in it. I oh. think everybody's going to love it. Corey says, Kevin is the name of my father-in-law. See? I'm just naming things after everybody's fathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where it is. 
All right. Well, I can't wait till you hear back from Google. Okay. And they let you know that they're just... Dear Google. Dear Google. Allow me to voice Gary. Hello. It should be Gary, not OK Google. Mm Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, do you want to do a little bit of... Yes, let's do some World of Crazy. All right. Hang on. I just need to do this. Let's just do this. Where is it? And here it is. And there we are. And here we go. Okay. Stop snapping. You're, like, snapping a lot today. I'm a snapper. I've got a real strong snapper. No, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it's weakened over the years. Oh, what? Boom. <laughs> oh, that mine was even stronger that than yours. That was not a strong snapper. It's totally going to mess up my audio when I'm trying to record <laughs> edit this, too. <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Extell, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hello, Sarah. Stop it. I don't like. Welcome I don't home. like Gary's voice. Ew, does he does he greet you at the door? Hello, Sarah. Welcome home. I don't want anything greeting me at my house. That would make me nervous. Heading to the fridge for some more wine. No, no. You keep your wine in the fridge. No, I drink red. Oh, for the most part, it's on the counter. Hello, Sarah. Welcome home. Another glass of wine, I see. I don't drink wine the second I get home. <laughs> Gary says otherwise. When I am at home... Time to order some and mac painting, and cheese. My rule is I do not start drinking wine until 7 p.m. I don't know why. That's just my rule. Now it sounds like Hal. Hal from... Uh... What, what's Hal from? I don't know. I can't remember. Night Rider? I'm garying it right now. Hell 9000. Oh, from uh, 2001. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the guy's name from Knight Rider? Is that Kit? That's Kit. Oh, okay. Sarah, that was Kit. Oh, nobody likes Gary now that I'm looking at this. Gary seems pretty useless. And For some reason I blanked on what Hal was from. I don't remember. I didn't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know. He's trying to cover his tracks now. No. All right. Well, according to a recent survey, I hate the term millennials, but whatever. People who are under the age of 33 mm-hmm. are now picking their vacation destinations based on not where they want to go adventure to or like to go sightsee or do whatever. They are basing it, their number one thing, Instagram ability. Is that a word now? That is apparently a word. Instagram ability, which means that they are just picking places based on the picture worthiness so they're not even of the places that they're going. The moment. Yeah, so they're not even going there for moments or specifics. They're going there based on where they think that they can get the coolest pictures for their Instagram accounts. Oh, boy. This is the, the world. So this is beating out other factors such as cost, local cuisine, um, the availability and price of alcohol. And also sightseeing opportunities. They've all scored those all scored significantly lower than the Instagram ability of a place. So that's where people. Um, so it says that. Uh, so just go to places that nobody's posting on Instagram. Yeah. So basically, what that's they do is they they go, go to all these places that uh, nobody's posting about. However, then they go to them and they end up ruining these places because someone oh, yeah. will post a picture, and then before you know it, like they're being trampled all over because everyone wants to have. You know, their Instagram picture in a particular Ugh. place. So it says in some uh, in some places, the sheer number of travelers has caused some negative effects due to the Instagram ability of these locations. These destinations are now extremely overcrowded. In some cases. What are the destinations? Do they name uh, let's any see, of them? Uh, for Santor- uh, Santorini. Oh, that's a, Yeah. I don't know where that is. It's in Italy, I believe. Okay, Santorini uh, has, now there's a oh, daily. Oh, Greece, excuse me. Yeah, Greece. Boy, I'm just not very good at Garying today. No, Gary kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, Santorini. No, Santorini, yeah. Now has my... a, a daily limit placed on the amount of tourists that are allowed to go there that sucks. per day. But there's a lot yeah. of other islands, aren't there? Yeah. I, I suppose so, but this is the one that everyone, it's the most Instagrammable. Uh, addressing something in the live chat, Keelan, you're right. Santorini would have made a great pool liner name. Oh, Greg, you dropped the ball. Um, but on the other hand, they say that uh, sometimes Instagram is helping. There's a place called uh, Wanaka, a small town in New Zealand, began to ap- uh, actively pursue social media influencers. So what they do is somebody... that's Greg! Greg, 
We need to become social media influencers, and that way... Who's in charge of our Instagram account? I mean, I just see the same thing every day. We need to... I, I need to branch out. I'll take a picture of something today. Follow Instagram, Fun Employment Radio. Yes. We have some good stuff. We have celebrities and weird pictures of ourselves on vacations. We have some Instagrammable pictures. Anyway, so the Instagram thing has helped uh, other small places. Wanaka, which is a small town in New Zealand, actually began to pursue social media influencers and uh, found a, a significant increase in tourism and actually thanked Instagram for its role in their accomplishment. So, All right. Instagrammability. That's a word. Instagrammability. You know, there's a place in... Sardinia that's selling houses for like a dollar, like a dollar or dollar twenty. What? Yeah, you can move to Sardinia, this mountain town. They're running out of people, so so you can buy a house there, like a stone house for for a dollar. Oh, but you have to live there. Okay, I could picture you doing something like that. I would totally do that if you were ready to go off the grid. Oh yeah, no, I've got my places in mind. I know. No, if I ever run away and like have to go on the lamb, I know exactly where I'm going. I've got a place in mind. I know where I'm going. I think you told me once a long time ago, and I don't remember. I may have told you only you because for business reasons. Well, don't say that know. because I don't want to be tortured when you disappear. I didn't tell you, and you would never remember anyway. I doubt you. No. Do you remember? Yeah, that's why. That's why it's okay to tell you something. Russia. You're you're real good at. Um, Tell me, Greg. I can see this backhanded compliment <laughs> I can coming see this from a mile away. It's not going to work out well for me. No, please, please tell me what you're going to say. <laughs> you remember what you want to remember. Um, yeah, no, I've got a place in mind. I assume everybody does, don't you? Doesn't everybody have their place in mind where they would run away to? Mm, yeah. I know where I'd live. Have you been there? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because you could whittle it down. Where do you think it would be? London. No. Ireland. Galway. I totally got it, didn't I? <laughs> no, not I there. I just did it. <laughs> no, did yes, it. I did. I can tell by the look on your face. That took no, me two guesses. No, I told guesses. you. I've, I've that recommended. That took me two No, guesses. I've told you. Well, when I, when I disappear, <laughs> if I disappear. No, it's going to be to Port Tumna. Port Tumna is in like uh, central, it's like smack dab between uh, Dublin and Galway. <laughs> <laughs> it's this little town and it has castles outside of it and it's. Um, that's the one where it has like one street on it, uh, one road with a population of 400 people for the town. Well, well 401 we... when I live there. 40 bars on one road. Yes, I've, I've heard this story before. Mm-hmm. Stayed well, at when we take our, So you just got to go to 40 bars and you'll find you. Um, <laughs> when we do take Fun Employment Radio on the road, which it, it, this is still going to be happening for the Ireland trip. Yes, we're going this year. Um, well, yeah. Uh, and we will be letting you know about that. Yeah. I've got something else I want to announce, but I... The Alaska thing's going to happen first, and I think we might have it finally nailed down a date. I know a lot of people have been wanting information on that. Did you figure that. out all that stuff with uh, the... I am close to announcing. I need to lock in one more thing. It'll be later in April. So I'll just say that, and then we'll give you more information early next week. I'll have it all locked oh, in. Oh, that's a good, like, three-month buffer. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually good. It gives you enough time to buy mm-hmm. a ticket. And go. I'll explain Can everything we stay there next week. there for a little week. bit? No. Uh, but I'll explain it next week. <laughs> it's not a it's not a vacation why would it not be a vacation we can't enjoy ourselves I just loved Alaska I just wanted to see how long we'd be able to stay that's all why are you glaring at me also, is that where you were going to hide no I'm not going to hide in Alaska oh is that where you don't want me to talk about it Greg's going to be hiding in Anchorage, Alaska no nope I've got some place in mind though all right all right, so usually we have stories about people setting world records. This one is one getting taken away from someone. Well, a video gaming Guinness World Record that has stood for 35 years has been stricken. Oh, yes, I heard about this. After evidence of cheating was presented to the officials. Now, Todd Rogers, lying, cheating liar Todd Rogers, held the Guinness World Records of longest-standing video game record after his 1982 record for speeding through a race in Atari... A uh, 2600 game dragster in five seconds, 51 milliseconds, uh, remained untouched for decades. 
Well, uh, Twin Galaxies, which is Guinness's main advisor on video game scoring records, said Roger's record and all of the other scores tracked by the group has been scrubbed after a speedrunner presented evidence that that record time is actually impossible to achieve. So it wouldn't have even been possible. So For 35 years, he has been living off the teat of this Guinness yeah. World Record win. So that's the thing. Like, And this was on DT Daily the other day. What was the name of the game? It is, uh, where did it go? Dragster. Yeah, I do not remember that game I've at never all. heard of it. And I, had an, I have my Atari 2600 still. I have my parents. It's at my house. Um, but I don't remember Dragster at all. Like, I don't remember that game. Obviously, it was a real even, game. Yeah. Well, I never had an Atari, an Atari 2600, did you? Yeah, that's what I... Oh, sorry, I was I trying to look at the rest of... I literally just said that. Greg, I like, listened I, to what you're like, saying. I <laughs> I was looking up the Twin Galaxies, what that thing was. So, go ahead. Well, no, what I'm saying is I... I... Yes, Gary. Hello, Sarah. Tell me about Dragster, Gary. <laughs> it's a made-up game. No, it's... Okay, so anyway, I don't remember that game, but my other thing about this, though, with this guy, like, he really has been living, this is his identity mm-hmm. for the last 35 years of, well, I have the world record for uh, Dragster, a game that nobody's ever heard of, but still, this is his deal. And I mean, now it turns out that he's cheated. 35 years. 35 years he's been trying to live off of this thing. So Twin Galaxy said that they were able to You know to how produce... many people in bars have had to hear his story about I feel Dragster? like his name would be Gary, not Todd. Oh, or a Todd. Yeah, it seems like a Todd. No, he seems more like a Gary. Gary no. seems like he would like That's be riding thing. high on that no. Guinness World Record fame. Gary wouldn't come up with that kind of conspiracy. Todd's. Todd's but it does seem like Todd like would to ultimately a be a things. disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow on the show, we're joined by uh, Todd and Mark from the Mark and Todd cast. Awesome. We'll be hopping on to Fun Employment Radio, Let's of course, he's from not the Fun as Employment Radio Network. As Todd Rogers. Let's ask him about any records he holds. Yeah, let's like if he see just what like he's lying starts about. telling us records that you don't like, you're not even asking because mm-hmm. you know nobody asked this Todd about his video no. game record. You know he will just work it probably, into every conversation. He's probably ever. just irritated, to, like these Twin Galaxies people, and they're like, you know what? Let's take this fucker down. Like, there's no reason why they would be like analyzing his stuff to take it away. Well, yeah, they're probably annoyed with him. I know, so they're probably yeah. like this Todd Rogers guy has been like riding our shit for years. No, but he, he's, let's disprove him. He's the kind of guy that would like work it into like a grocery checkout somehow. He would work into the conversation. Oh, by the way, I want to get this world record for Dragster. And we're like, oh, cool. Well, Twin Galaxy says that there was ample evidence that provided that Rogers' score was fraudulent. Fraudulent. Well, Rogers addressed this in a Facebook post saying that he disagrees with the decision to remove his scores. He said... Although I disagree with their decision, I must applaud them for their strong stance on the matter of cheating. While I do maintain that Twin Galaxies is wrong in my particular case, if the investigation into my scores and subsequent subsequent banning can serve as a catalyst to clean the database of questionable scores. Jesus, I'm getting bored just reading this. This is a positive thing. Uh, so Rogers reiterated the, uh, his longtime claim that he attained the record-setting score during a demonstration of his skills for employees... During the 1980s, so people saw him. Even he did it in front of Dragster's designer, David Crane. Oh, boy. Says that he does not recall what the score was. <sighs> Todd. Fucking Todd. Ooh, would you go to Rome? Is that where you'd be hiding? Well, I love Rome, but I talk about Rome too much. Mm-hmm. Rome is where I would move if I'm not on the run. Yeah. If there's, yeah, the one, the one city in the world I would most like to move and live live in for at least two to three years, Rome. Oh. Yeah, of any city. I think if mine would be what you mentioned before, Galway, because honestly, it feels like a, a town from like the 1600s kind of, but with like technology in it. Uh, it's Rome weird. feels like a town from 2,000 years ago with technology in oh, it. Oh, boy, you sure showed me, Gary. <whistles> Fucking Gary, man. <whistles> Italian police have arrested the Italian Newman... From the northern town of Vicenza after finding more than half a ton of undelivered mail hidden away in his garage. Newman. Police were called in when workers from a recycling plant were sent to empty a garage and found 43 yellow plastic postal containers full of letters, bills, 
bank statements, and even electoral pamphlets dating back to 2010. Wow. The postman, who was not named, is 56 and came from Naples. Uh, they added it was the largest haul of uh, undelivered mail in Italy. Naples <laughs> they, is a dirty city. Yeah, well, um, the Postal Service has promised to deliver the huge pile of mail several years late. Boy, that's some real late. So he, did he deliver any mail? He delivered, uh, let's see, sh- just like pick random days not to deliver. Like, yeah, how did he make his decisions? I, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes he just got overwhelmed. Huh? He's got overwhelmed. Okay. All right. Oh, I have just, just international news today. So we're going to go from Rome to Switzerland. The reason That's I called Naples dirty is, dirty is because they stole my camera there, oh. and when I went there, there were there was a garbage strike. So it really was like this, it was gross. It was like weeks of garbage piled up on the side of the road, mm. like everywhere you walked, because there was a garbage strike. And I remember that happened when I visited my sister in New York once. It was it's st- real gross. It was so stinky. And then, um, and then they stole my camera. Okay. And the police didn't do anything. Would you go to Switzerland? I would go to Switzerland. Well, if you want to go to school in Switzerland, you can now major in yodeling. Yodelers in Switzerland are excited after a university revealed it will offer degrees in the yodeling. You can either get a three years bachelor's degree, three year bachelor's degree, or two year master's degree in yodeling. The courses will begin in the 2018 to 19 academic year. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could be a professional yodeler. Is that a thing? I mean, it could be in Switzerland. I don't know if that's a stereotype, but just picture people they yodeling. Stand a lot. on the mountain with the big horn, and well, uh, if you don't know what yodeling Uri is, it's a form cola. of is a it's a form of singing which invi- which involves wobbling your voice up and down in a rapid change of pitch. It was traditionally used by Swiss herdsmen to communicate in the mountains. Did you know that? I did not. I did not know that either. I'm kind of excited to learn something okay. new. But it was later uh, adopted by musicians for its entertainment. Potential. So this is at the Lucerne University of Applied Sciences and Arts, if you'd like to do that. Okay. All right. You can uh, start applying on uh, February 28th. It's a small program. Only three or four students will be chosen. Oh, boy. And finally? It's not Switzerland. What? It's not Switzerland. Oh, okay. And finally, we go to France. We've had a story similar to this before, but this is uh, one that just opened. Yes, France's ever, or first ever, sex doll brothel has now been opened, and it has three silicone sex dolls ready to be rented. This is just the creepiest, like, this is a thing that's popping up all over. Sex, like a sex doll brothel, or is it like a, like a robot? It's a sex doll brothel. Because they already have those in Japan. No, I know, so this is a one, they have, but they have lots of crazy shit in Japan. This is in France. Like in, in Paris. Vice did a piece years ago, back when it was VBS TV. Now it's not so big, it's hard to follow everything Vice right. does. But Well, what's interesting about this is that there is no location listed. So what happens is you basically go to this website, you pay the money up front for whatever doll, then they'll send you the location. And you have to like sign like non-disclosures <laughs> and stuff. And then you You'll go bone and you, a doll in a random location around town. Is that half the, advent, half the adventure or something? Okay, so that's... Uh, this, What's going through that much effort, I'm just sorry. Why don't you just find a? Just I'm not judging. Own. Just you know, find a real woman. Yeah. So one, uh, I think the one you're thinking of that opened uh, in Japan. There's also one that just opened in Amsterdam, but this is in this is in Paris, which is a little less seedy, it seems. No, Japan had one um, where, and again, Vice didn't did a whole thing on it. Like they went and did it, and they have these little rooms, and they'll set it up with like anime, like playing in the background. And you're just in this little room on a bed with a, like an anime doll. Oh, yeah, real weird. All right, well, this one is in Paris, and it has three different dolls. Uh, you can get Lily, Sophia, or Kim. Um, so to find the oh, location. Oh, hi, Lily. <laughs> hi, how are you doing? <laughs> That's great. One of the names is Lily. Um, to find the location, would-be customers have to pay for a session, prepay. For a session with the doll, which comes at about 90 pounds an hour, 150 for two hours. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. 90 pounds an hour. Isn't that like 120 bucks, basically? Or yeah. $140? Yeah. 
So um, while sex doll brothels new for Paris, other European cities have embraced this in recent years. There have been um, sex dolls for hire yeah, for three a, years in Gateshead. $130 for an hour. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, at each their own. So the but... brothel's website, uh, Lumi Dolls, says these are totally realistic dolls, both in movement and to the touch of their skin, which will allow you, I mean, no judgment, which will allow you to fulfill all your fantasies. Um, according to the creators, the experience isn't just for feti- uh, experience isn't just for fetishists, but promises to be better than a real, actual woman. <laughs> so a sex doll corpse of a woman is better. Back, than- right? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ it says no. Why? Why have a real woman? These sex dolls make the experience way more pleasurable, pleasurable, exciting, and erotic. The website also assures that. Each doll is thoroughly disinfected after each use. <laughs> Pleasurable than a real woman, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like about Lily? She doesn't talk. There is there is somebody who's very angry at an ex-girlfriend or wife who wrote that copy. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There is your <laughs> international world of crazy. <laughs> You know what's been really quiet lately is Florida. Oh, that means they're holding it out for something. I know. That means they're getting ready. It makes me a little nervous. Yeah, that means they're gearing up for something crazy. Yeah, because I'm like, Florida, where have you been? Oh, there's something crazy going on up there. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. What did you want to do now? Well, earlier I mentioned that uh, Todd and Mark are going to be on the show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So part of the Fun Employment Radio Network, we have some amazing shows that are part of our network, and the Mark and Todd cast are, are part of that. And uh, along with Mark and Todd, <laughs> Todd we're going. So, do you know a lot of Todds? Um, I knew some Todds growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a friend who was a Todd, and I've like we had Todd's. a weird fall. I've never had like Todd. a Todd that I've, that's like been a Todd. You know? Yeah. Because being a Todd is I know what like, you mean. You know what I mean. Everyone knows what it means when you're yeah. a Todd. But most um, Todds I've known are are nice. Yeah, you know I'm trying to. I guess I don't know. I mean, that Gary's many. weird as shit. Hello, Sarah. Welcome oh, Tom, Todd Armstrong's a little nutty. Oh yeah, Todd Armstrong. Yeah. Oh no, I'm looking at a bunch of Todds that I'm friends with. Oh, there's there's some wacky Todds, but like not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, just different. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know quite a few Todds too. Hmm. Well, look at us. <laughs> Courtney says a priest named Todd married us. Eddie says I know a Todd. He's nice. Yeah. No, they're generally nice. I mean, I can't think of a bad... I don't think of any bad Todds. Yeah, I know some people yeah. with the last name Todd, too. I mean, who's to say, though? It's been a while since we've t- seen Todd work open, so he well, could have we'll gone bad. Well, we'll see him tomorrow. He's got, he could have gone bad boy. <laughs> Todd's going to walk in with his leather jacket and his sunglasses on. I'm a bad boy now. God, that's like you saying... Like, imagine how ridiculous that would look. That's what you would look, look like to everybody. No, that's not how I yes, picture myself. I know it's I not. would not be ridiculous with this. I know it's not how you picture yourself. All right. Oh, so yeah. What... Nipple says, when I hear Todd, I always picture Todd from Beavis and Butthead. That's true. You spill beer on my best pants. Todd's so what, anyway, what were you going to uh, talk about? <laughs> I'm going to play this after, this after this live episode of Fun Employment Radio, but we'll play the Mark and Todd cast. They did an episode on the Rajneeshis. What are the Rajneeshis? Wait, we've talked about we've that. We've talked the about Rajneeshis. this before. The Rajneeshis were a real cult that um, formed in, in Central Oregon, all based around this Rajneeshi guy. And eventually they grew it. It was huge. He, uh, there's tons to it. Like, I'm, I'm just barely summarizing it because we're going to play the podcast anyway. That you're going to get to hear about it. Um, Wait, were they like one of the suicide cults? No, eventually they poisoned the Dells. They went and <gasps> spread Seminola. Oh, I remember you talking about this. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to read more about it, and I never did, and I wanted to learn more, but I guess it's now I can't. It's nuts. It's all true. All true. Yeah, outside of Antelope, Oregon. Thank you, Courtney. You said that. So that. Yeah, so they formed this whole thing. They try to take over the political side of the whole town, and it's just, it's nuts, the entire story. Did they poison, like, a salad bar or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they poisoned okay. quite a few. I, I think re- it was, like, 20-some people got salmonella poisoning yeah. because of them. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. Like, I remember it as a little kid. I remember the Rajneeshi name because we were all scared of it. You know, I just remember bad connotations. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get Rajneeshied. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is kind of a fun word to say, though. (laughs) You would totally join the cult just because you like the name. Rajneeshi. I'm a Rajneeshi. 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 
Rajnishi. All right, cool. Well, I'm excited to hear it. Anyway, yeah, we're going to play that. And then uh, they'll be joining us tomorrow because Todd's birthday is tomorrow. All right. Um, oh, I think I thought that there were a couple people's birthdays today. I believe there are. But I, I don't know if anyone sent it to us. Right. I don't think they actually sent it in to us, okay. so I didn't confirm it. So I'm just going to whisper it right now so they don't know. Okay, well, I'm actually looking it up, but I think it was Tony's birthday. I believe there was a birthday that's. Actually, today, and I'm just gonna keep on mumbling and saying. All right, should I just start the music? Quiet, and I don't know. All right, I think it's fine. Shoot, it's not pulling up. Email us if it was your birthday today. We'll say we'll give you a birthday shout tomorrow. Um, along with Todd, send us an email. Fun employment. It's Tony Straub's birthday. Oh. We do. We do have a birthday. All right. Well, I just loaded all this stuff. Well, I'm sorry. I know you have to. I know. I know. Greg. I know. It was my fault. All right, here we go. All right, well, who are we wishing a happy birthday to? Tony! Tony, it's your birthday. Tony, yes. We hope that you have a wonderful day, Tony. Happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God, you're insane. How much coffee have you had? A lot of coffee. Yeah, I could tell. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I do honestly want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio, at Fun Amp Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show. If you find an episode that you really enjoy, let a friend know, because that's how we can spread, spread the word of the show and help keep things going. And subscribe on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes is... It does help us because it helps get the show out there in, in, in front of more faces. It does, and it's always yeah. so exciting. Well, to and see like people leaving a who quick have listened. review it always helps too. Yeah, well, to meet people who've listened, you know, for years, or to meet people who've just discovered the show and now they're really like, like it's. Either way, it's so cool. So yeah. just thank you in whatever capacity you listen for listening to yeah. us. Yeah, yep, and thanks for spreading the word of it. Also, uh, just with that, I'll say this: you know, Sarah and I both have our side jobs. Sarah it does her dog portrait paintings. You can email her, Sarah X Dylan at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, thanks, Greg. Order one. That and nice of you. I also do a lot of uh, podcast hosting for Digital Trends and a company called The Manual. So I haven't talked about those before, but while well, Digital Trends I have, so subscribe to Trends with Benefits and Between the Streams, two different uh, podcasts that I host with Digital Trends that are a ton of fun. One's about tech, one's about movies and television. And I also do another show for a company called The Manual called Beards, Booze, and Bacon that I have not talked about on here before. Uh, and you could subscribe to that on iTunes. Beards, Booze, and Bacon. Beards, it's Booze, exactly, and Bacon. exactly, I didn't name it, but that is exactly what it's about. And all it's, right. it's pretty fun, actually. It's a, it's a really fun show. So you can find that all on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, that would be cool. Give them a listen. And thank you for being awesome. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Tomorrow, don't forget, we'll be live at 11 a.m. Pacific 11 time. 11 a.m. And then joined by Mark and Todd. I'm just kidding. We're going to play the Raj Dishi episode right now, too, if you're a live listener. (laughs) Poor Todd. He's like the nicest guy. I know. That's why it's so easy. It's like Scott. I know. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.